Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's Ruined. Oh, hello. Welcome to Ruin. I'm Hallie. And I'm Allison. This is a podcast. We ruin a horror movie just for you. Just for you. Hallie, what's new? How you doing? I'm good. Um, I'm trying to think. Nothing. I live I a life of static existence. Though I, I yes. will say I'm officially starting to write. I've been ruminating on what I'm calling a lesbian werewolf movie. Yes. And I, I have two weeks off from work. Well, not off, but I, I, I work, working not uh, what I traditionally do. And I am going to start writing an outline for it. And I want I it. I am so excited. Thank you. That. I want it to be disgusting. I want, I want vomiting. I want blood. I want stabbing. I want it to be a movie that you will never see, truly. There it is. There we have yeah. it. That's your, that should be your goal, your inspiration in writing. should be like, how do I make sure Allison can't see this? Even though all I want to do is support my friends and the things they make. Yeah, you'll support me in other ways. But it, it, it is funny. It's like, that is a good reminder. And also, but also you can't watch any of it. So that it, it will, yeah, I know. That, it encompasses like, so much, you know. Yes, it's true. How are you doing? Uh, well, that's exciting. Thanks. I'm good. I am. Um, I've been on the road a bit. And uh, so I've had to leave uh, little Riz. Um, and, and now that I'm back, he is being so snuggly. Aww. He's just like on my lap. Like he's not even a big lap cat. He normally likes to lay just next to me. Um, and he's been laying like, like putting his arms and like the front half of his body on my lap Aww. and then like facing that, like watching TV, like kind of like laying on me the way like um, a partner might. <laughs> That's so sweet. And I'm like, well, I've got the cat. So we're all set over here. Um, you're- and he's been so cute. And I'm sure people saw that I posted on Instagram however many weeks ago. It was now that this is it, whenever this comes out um, that he did a really high jump. Where did he go? I'm so proud of him. Where did he jump to? He jumped because um, I have the spotted lantern flies are. are I meant to ask. Know, it's an evolving. You got the salt gun. You got a salt I gun. I did not. Sabrina, our producer, oh, I'm so got sorry. the salt Sabrina gun. Sabrina got a salt which gun was to kill them. Recommended. And also, thank you all for all of the recommendations about how to deal with this. I was especially intrigued by the vinegar because she said, your, part, or your building will smell like salad dressing. That sounds great, honestly. <laughs> um, they seem to, there are not as many as there were. Like, I think that they're, like, starting to die off a little bit. Because it, it was that there were, like, 10 or 20 out there. And now it's like, I see one or two during the day out there, and it's fine. But there was one on kind of the outside of my door, the glass door. And so Riz clocked that and then jumped really high to try and get it. Um, I, I will say I saw somebody get a, uh, lantern. What are they called? Lantern flies? Spotted lantern Spotted flies. La- spotted lantern fly tattoo. And it was very cute. Oh, yes. Yes. I know. They are beautiful. Um, I've been seeing a lot of their undercarriage because, um. God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> because Allison. they, they. 
Never they land. Never say that again. <laughs> Never say that to me. <laughs> they land on my glass door, uh, and like you just don't see the underside no. of a bug very often. No. It is terrible. I, you know, you don't see the underside of many animals, and yeah, and there's a reason that we don't that that's not front and center. None of our business. All the time. Not none of our business. None of our fucking business. What's going on down there? None of our business. Wow. Um, um, I know. I yeah. want to see that. Um, we'll have to remind Sabrina. We want to see that salt gun in action. I'd like to see yeah, her yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely mow down. Firing it away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, a reminder to people listening, if you're listening on Patreon, mm. this is like a helpful reminder. And if you're listening to it live the day it comes out, you have a minimal amount of time to see our live show that was on or is on August 27th, Sunday night, 7 p.m., depending on when in time you're listening to this. If you are in September already, we can't help you. Yeah, we're so but, sorry. Uh, you're in the, we're in the future I, and we wish you well. Yes. Um, I either am or will have a ruined Sharknado for Hallie. So moment.co slash ruined. You can still get it. If it's, if it's Tuesday, the 29th, I think you still have a day. So you could still get a ticket, go watch it. You can get some merch. Uh, you can see what's going on there. But uh uh, we can't help you if it's after that. I think, I'm so sorry. I think this is because we haven't done a, a ruining or a, a reverse ruin in a while. I'm gonna. It's been a minute. I'm gonna prepare some questions beforehand because I have oh, okay. some questions about the Sharknado. I'm sure the film yes. will address, but I, I'd like yes. to, to prepare um, something because otherwise, I just I can't give up total control. You know what I, mean? I need to feel no, like no, I, no, have, I still no, no. We'll, have an iron fist over the episode. We'll need. It'll be kind of a, a hybrid. <laughs> Experience. Absolutely. Um, and thank you for coming to that or having gone to that. We really appreciate yes. it. Yeah. And um, let us begin. We are doing, I believe, our final uh, vacation horror. Yes. Look, I know what I've been saying about not wanting to watch horror movies with kids. And my point still stands. Yeah. But when there's a movie with this title, I thought, well, I, I gotta I do it. gotta. Yep. Title is, of course... A film from 2023, heard of it, the year we're in currently, and the oh. title is, of course, There's Something Wrong with the Children, mm. which I like because it cuts to the chase. Yeah. I don't need, like, a cheeky one word title. Just tell us, yeah, where it's like, bear. Forest. No. No. Mm. There's no. something there is wrong. something wrong. With the children. With the There's, children. like, currently wrong. And there's more yes. than one child that the yes. wrongness applies to. We have so much information already. I love it. Um, it also feels like a um, title from the 70s. I feel like in the 70s, yes. a horror movie, you'd get a long title. Totally. Um, this is uh, directed by Roxanne Benjamin. And she has directed, oh, Body at Brighton Rock. I want to do that. Um, and produced VHS and VHS 2. Oh, Huge great. fans. We're big fans. Um, it's also written, produced, and directed segments for Southbound and XX. I, I have not seen Southbound, but I loved XX. Um, a huge fan of Roxanne Benjamin, as it turns out. Yeah, that's a, learn something new every a day. Shout out. Um, and uh, this, of course, we always like to have uh, Allison watch the trailer. And we're really. I watched the right okay, trailer I was this say, time. We're really going to try to do the right trailer, though. I mean, there are not affect... a bunch of movies with this title, so. Right. Um, right. Yeah, you end up watching the trailer for The Kids Are All Right, and you have no idea what's going on. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I just want those lesbians to be parents. Isn't that what I hated that movie? I hated more as a lesbian. I can't and I remember like if I saw it or not. Yeah, it's that kind of movie. Okay. Yeah. I said it. Fucking wasting yeah. Annette Bedding's time. She's great. Everyone's great yeah. in it. It's just like the most insipid fucking like, it's a, what if Mark yeah, Ruffalo yeah, yeah. comes along and fucks your wife? Well, I wouldn't be very happy about it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Please oh, I think don't I did fuck my wife, it. Mark Ruffalo. Unless we have a conversation and then I, I think that seems fine. And I'm sure he's a lovely man. I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be very respectful of our marriage. But let's have, we, talk to me about this and my wife, yes. of course. I'm not, she's not my property. Let's have a conversation, and then you can fuck yeah. my wife. Okay, Mark Ruffalo, for okay. God's sakes. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so uh, we did watch the right trailer. And what do you think yes. about the There's Something Wrong with the Children trailer, Allison? I did not like it. Mm-hmm. It was scary. Now, what, 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 was, um, what jumped out to you as the thing you didn't like the most? Well, I don't like caves, and it seems like oh, there yes. is a cave. It's a cave heavy. Um, a lo- there's a big pit Pit into yes, the earth. A pit, a pit in a cave, yeah. it seems like. And uh, I didn't like that. But it se- from what I could gather, this is like there's some kind of destabilization of reality mm-hmm. for one of the characters. And uh, you seeing something cha- like like terrifying and then realizing no one else around you is seeing that reality. I don't like it. And also that the thing you're seeing involves is something wrong with children. the children. Yes. Well, there is something wrong with the children. There really, really is. Um, we also oh, we also take a baseline scary. Allison, how scary do you find the concept of, and I'm just putting throwing this out here, something being wrong with the children? Very scary. How wrong do you think the children would have to be for you to, like, get involved? What, like, it would just depend on the kind of wrong yeah, that would. the children are. <laughs> I mean, because, like, some, like, kids are already pretty uh, unpredictable and strange. So it would take me a minute to suss out, like, how strange are they? And these kids make it pretty clear pretty quick. So at least you'd have that information. Mm. Yes. Um, I, I, again, like, I just haven't been in the mood to watch horror with the children and yeah, i feel like this is actually okay because it yeah. is so explicitly about the children being it's not like the babadook where like you're just watching this poor little kid scream and like they need to go, yeah. need to go to like grief therapy you know what i mean yeah no that's a different kind of thing this is more the children have been replaced or perhaps something is posing as the children there's uh, it's it's more it's not campy but it's it to me it was not we're not terrorized. The children are creating terror. The children are not being terrorized. Does that make sense? Yes. And that, that yes. I'm totally fine with. Um, it was also written by T.J. Uh, Simfell and David White, just to have that out yeah. there. And, of course, it is a, a Blumhouse film. And based on the correct trailer, which we did manage to watch this week, would you like to guess the twist in There's Something Wrong with the Children? the twist. Okay, I'm going to guess that the kids died. Okay. And that everything that, I think, like, the main character and his, like, seeing the children with the nosebleeds and threatening to, like, kill other kids and stuff is hallucinating that they are still alive and that they they died. And so he doesn't, yeah. Fabulous. We absolutely fucking love it. Um... And once again, you are getting better and better at this every week. Let us begin ruining There's Something Wrong with the Children. We see our two little adorable tykes, Lucy and Spencer. 
They're right around the backyard. It is sort of, um, it is during the day, but the, the, it is completely green. It's like a night vision green. This very a neon green. And okay. they're running around in slow motion to the song More by Sisters of Mercy. And I have not listened to or thought of Sisters of Mercy since high school. No. And I no. feel like that it really, it, it set me up for success. I was like, great, glad to yeah, hear it. Yeah, I love that. Um, suddenly we get a thunder crash and we're at the same house the kids are running outside of. It's a cabin near a lake. So there's a rainstorm and we see Lucy and Spencer, the kids we just saw. Spencer is nine. I'm going to say Lucy's 10. So they're not little, little kids, I, but they're not middle schoolers either. Right. Um, they're running around screaming, and we see their parents, uh, Ellie and Thomas, and they are making cocktails with their couple friends, Margo and Ben. Margo do not have children, okay. and the implication is that they have been friends a long time, I believe since college. So these are like old, old, old friends. And much okay. like we just did the beach house, oh, this made me want to go to a cabin so bad. I know. that's a, It's such a horror thing in horror where I'm just like, you're really picking, like, the most relaxing, luxurious places to have the worst time. Like, ha- making a cocktail with your good friends during a rainstorm in a cabin in sounds a cabin? That so sounds awesome. Good. And I don't even love, like, going to a house, so. Yeah, it, it wasn't my choice, but I will say the vacation, we did the rental, too. All these vacation yeah. movies, it, it had the opposite effect where it's like, I would love to go to an isolated area and be in a cabin. Like, I would love to be in the middle of nowhere, totally defenseless right now. That seems yeah. great. Um, Ben brings Margot, his wife, her drink. But when Ellie says to her husband, Thomas, where's my couch service? He says, the bottle's right over there. And both Margot and Ben are like, "Uh uh-oh, trouble in paradise. Um, They talk about the next day. Thomas asks about the forecast, and Ben says, oh, it's going to be gorgeous tomorrow, and I've planned a hike for all of us, and the kids could do it too. And everyone's like, can't we just sleep in and not do anything? But Ben's sort of the... He's like the, the the woodsman. He's like, no, we came out mm. here. The, these kids are having a great time. We're going to run around in the woods. Something's clearly going on with Thomas. So Thomas is in a bad mood. So Ellie says, you know what? We're going to go back to our cabin. We'll take the kids, and we'll see you guys in the morning. So obviously there's something, there's something wrong with the children, but there's also something wrong with the marriage. Okay? Yes. Something's going on. And um, there is history because there's a lot of projection from Margot and Ben of like the problems of the marriage being about the kids. Right. And then you find out what it's about. And I maybe like this movie a lot more, honestly, that I'm oh. like, oh, this seems like a plausible conundrum for people to find themselves in. Um, separate from what's going to happen, of course, to the children and how wrong they get. Um, but they sort of collect their kids and they head. Their cabin is literally like 100 feet away uh, mm-hmm. facing the back of this cabin. Uh, and before they go, Ellie says, like, mouths to Margo, like, we're going to smoke weed tomorrow. And Margo's like, hell yeah, we hell are. Yeah. And Ben and Margo are like, you know what? They went, they took their kids, they're going to bed. We don't have to go to bed. So they, like, drink and they watch the rain coming down. And it's just Ugh, it's so good. Gorge. The next morning, everyone meets up uh, and they go for a hike. And Lucy's playing a game that I'm presuming is supposed to be a, a license-free version of Magic the Gathering. So she's sure. sort of showing Ben um, all these cards, and he's, she's like, "That's this, this is the Serpentine Lord, and you never want to get this. And Margot says, well, well we, you're sure we don't want to invite the Serpentine Lord to taco night? And Lucy's like, he eats souls, not tacos, okay? This is serious business. But it's very cute. 
That's good. And we see Ellie and Margot kind of lag behind. And Ellie, I think there is this, and I do believe it is due to the crushing pressure of being a woman within a capitalist society, within the confines of the white nuclear family. But Ellie is like, we, as a mom, I need to constantly be drinking. Like, I'm a yes. wine mom, and I have immense sympathy for that. Yes, of course. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a parent and not just constantly be like, I need a drink. As gals who drink, regardless of don't have children, I can only imagine, yes. you know? Yes. But Ellie goes to Margot and says, oh, look, here, I brought something in my thermos. She brought a thermos of gin and tonics. And there's something about hiking while drinking a gin and tonic that seems so viscerally wrong to me. Yeah, it's such a, it's like, not it's that also cocktail. like, it's a relaxing drink. Yes. Like, whiskey feels like what you hike with. Yeah, you know what gin I mean? and tonic is like, like a gin and tonic is for like, Sitting near an umbrella. Mine, my gin tonic is it's Christmas and you have uh, your your best gay couple friends over and you all have sweaters on. Yes, yes. And yes. there's like holiday music. That to me is gin yeah. and tonic. And the idea of like being hot in the woods and taking a sip and it's gin and tonic. Also, I was like, like what tonic like will get flat. Yeah, a so then you're just kind of drinking yeah. like flat. Quinine, like it's, <laughs> you don't take a carbonated mixer on a hike. That's don't we all know this? Be smart about this. While they're kind of chatting, Ellie says to Margot, "So how is Ben doing?" So Ben has his own problems. You know, we see that Ellie and Thomas, their marriage is made on the rocks. But she, Ellie's asked Margot, "What? How's Ben doing after what happened?" Margot says, he's fine. He's totally fine. Everything's great. And immediately sort of closes off real conversation. So we know that's going to come up later. You know, whatever Ben's problem is. Yes. You know, and Ellie's like, no, that's no problem. I was just asking you. I was asking you, you're my friend. I want you to be happy. You know, we don't have to talk about it. Margot's like, no, we're, we're really good. We just went on a trip to Yosemite. And Ellie's like, oh my God, I saw the photos. They're so beautiful. So quickly uh, skirting around and away from what is obviously a serious topic that will come up later. Yes. Um, meanwhile, Ben has a machete and is like excitedly hacking through the underbrush. And Ellie keeps having to say, please don't get the machete to the children. I'm just concerned about the machete. I didn't know there'd be a machete. Yeah, the machete, like we don't need that with the kids. You, luckily, someone's going to need it later. So it is good oh, that there's boy. a machete on hand. But he gives it to Thomas and Thomas gives it a go and they're having fun. I just also add that um, Thomas is... Uh, his ethnicity is not called out, but he is Latino. Oh, he's he's okay. Puerto Rican. The actor's Puerto Rican, so I'm presuming the the character is Puerto Rican. So uh, their family also speaks Spanish. So clearly, they've raised okay. the kids uh, bilingual, and he will occasionally speak to them in Spanish. You know, and you know what they're saying because it's contextual, and also then they explain it most of the time. Right. So you know, he's saying like, "Don't get close here." You know, we're, we're going through this underbrush. Allison, you're not going to believe this. But in the middle of the goddamn woods, they found a huge abandoned building. No. And it looks immediately to be like an abandoned mental asylum. Of course. Um, they don't even ask a question. Ben and Thomas just start putting the kids through an open window into the building. Why? Why are people stupid? Tetanus. Asbestos. A giant pit in the middle of the building that you don't know where it goes or what's inside of it. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot. Like, what are we doing? You don't know that there's not someone in there. There's also like broken glass, like you know, like metal yeah, shards. It's not like a McDonald's play place. Exactly. Yeah, it's not David Buster's for God's sake. Ellie is the only one who's like, I'm not going in there. Like, it's it's there's no light in there. It's the middle of what? Even, what even is this? And Thomas is like, God, I thought we were trying to be adventurous for once. 
And as a result of saying that, his wife then climbs in after them. It is pitch dark inside. Get out. Part of the part of the ceiling has crumbled, so you do have these sort of like skylight effects. Mm-hmm. And Ben says, you know, yeah, there's actually a lot of these old ruins around the countryside out here. Could be anything. Decommissioned military fort, fur trading company, abandoned miner camp. Again, sure. what? A, a, ca- Even best case scenario, it's that. So I was like, what if they have chemicals? I was like, I don't know what's right. there. What or if a bunch of guns. Right, like just like ammunitions just somewhere. It just doesn't seem the place to take two children under 10. Does that make sense? No. Or uh, two kids who are not teenagers. No, yeah. no, that makes sense. Allison, they're talking about, what, what was this building? Ellie turns around and says, where did the kids go? Like, you're in an abandoned building in the middle of the woods. That's you dark. took your eyes off the kids? We hear Lucy screaming in the distance. I'm immediately like, I hope everyone had their teeth out because she's going to get tetanus. Yes. I hope those kids are up to date on their vaccinations. I hope so. They run to go find them, and they're standing near sort of like a crumbling hole in the wall. Spencer has found a bird's nest and has picked it up. And he's like, look, all the babies Great. and the mother are dead. And all the adults are like, put oh, it down. Well, don't pick them up. And Lucy starts kicking something, and Ellie yells at her to stop. And she's just kicking the dead mother bird against the wall. And I think it's just to set up, like, even in best case scenario, like, kids don't have, like, our um, our, our relationship with death or dead yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think even before something becomes wrong with them, it's sort of like, the, not the callousness, but it's just like, it doesn't mean anything. You're like, I don't know, yeah, I just kick a dead bird. they're not connected to it in the same way that we are. Um, now, when I kick a dead bird, I fucking mean it. Yeah. Okay, it's because that bird did something to me. And I know I'm going to die. <laughs> Marco calls everyone over. And says, oh, I found, basically there's a staircase to a, a, a wall. And it looks like a staircase uh, led up to a landing. And a wall was built to brick it off. And then that wall crumbled. And you know this because on the other side of the wall, so now this big gap, they walk up, there's a gigantic fucking pit in the ground. And so they all stand over it, Allison. Get away from the pit. Including the children. And Ellie, at least, is like, get the kids away. Do not see any near there. I would be throwing the kids back out the window. Like, <laughs> get out. Ben drops a rock, and it just plummets into the void. It's incredibly deep. Also, everyone has asbestos. Like, I'm sure everyone I has— mean, you're all dead. Mis- mesothelioma. Like, you're, uh, you, you hope that you're going to be able to be a part of a class action lawsuit now that you've gone in there. Yeah. Oh, also, I filed for the Facebook— um, Data sharing lawsuit. Oh, I don't know this. There's a class action lawsuit. Oh. Um, if you just Google it, like the Facebook class action lawsuit, okay. but it's like if you used Facebook between May of 2007 and like 2022, you could get like a couple hundred bucks, they said. Well, I guess I'll do that. I filled it out. And the longer you were on Facebook in that window, the more money you get. Because the more d- data they took? Yep. <laughs> we. I'm like, give me my money. Anyway, everybody go do that. Um, Spencer looks down into the pit. Um, Spencer was nine again. And he says, Elugar Cabria, the place that shines. And both kids look into the pit and say, Espriante. It's brilliant. Of course, the adults are like, it's, total, it's a dark pit. They're like shining yeah. in it. They're saying it's not brilliant in any way. Suddenly, Lucy's nose begins to bleed. And fortunately, that's the Probably sign we got to get. Exactly. I'm like, you could be inhaling military chemicals. Like, why would yeah. you, if you, you thought don't this, know. what are you doing? Get out of there. God, I hate these people. So they all go to leave. Allison, they all turn away, and they nobody notices that Spencer is still standing over the hole. And they turn around right as he goes to jump in. And fortunately, Ben is still close enough. He grabs Spencer, freaking out, and hauls him back. 
But, like, nobody addresses, like, the fact that he looked like he was about to jump in. They're just like, oh, you have to be more careful. That's not care. That's different. Yes, that's different. And Spencer's nose starts to bleed. Back at the cabin, the, ki- the adults are drinking a beer. The kids are taking a nap because they're tired from the hike. And Ben informs them that he, he bought Spencer devil sticks. Do you remember devil sticks from, like, the 90s? What are they? They're basically two sticks, and then there's, like, a third stick that you kind of, like, juggle yes. around. Yes. It's like um, it's like wooden hacky sack. <laughs> like, there's, it's there's a something thousand hacky percent. sacky it's, about it. It's exactly like that. Yeah, there was much more of a hacky sack, devil stick sort of yeah. vibe in the hacky 90s. Sacks. They're not a thing anymore, right? I think somebody's doing them, but on like Venice Beach. But they, yeah. I, I wonder if kids. I mean, if you gave, especially if you gave a kid. Devil, I had one. Did you have one? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, Haggis. I we had devil sticks. I think it's just like one of those things where like eventually you're like, what is what are kids like? I, I'll go to like, that, I don't know. here's this. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> this is what the, literally this is how the Wikipedia article for devil stick starts. The manipulation of the devil stick is a form of gyroscopic juggling or equilibristics. Okay. <laughs> And it's like, okay, all right. But I remember being fun and yeah. um it's something to do. You know, it's something to do. But I also I was like, you can't get Spencer a gift and not get Lucy a gift. You get one kid a gift, you gotta get both no, of them a gift. You gotta get everybody a gift. Or you say, hey, this is for both of you, you gotta share. That seems yes. fine. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think we're just establishing like Ben really does like kids. Like Ben, you know what I mean, really is bonding with the kids and like loves being sort of like an uncle to them, um, you know, over time. Meanwhile, the women are sort of talking about a potential trip they could take next year. Thomas is trying to show Ben how to open a beer on the side of the table, which I've never done, but it's sort of like— I've never done it. I just feel like I would break the, the bottle immediately. Yeah, and like hurt myself in the process. Yeah. And he's just hanging it over and over again until Ellie basically yells like, do you really have to keep doing that? This is in our furniture. Thomas is like, you're right. That was so inappropriate. And it's immediately awkward and icy. And Ben, picking up the vibe, said, hey, do you want to go toss around some horseshoes? And so he and Thomas go off to toss around horseshoes. And Margo says to Ellie, how about you come inside and we'll start making the salad for dinner? Because the guys are going to grill out. Again, my mouth is watering <laughs> just thinking about a yeah. salad. That's, that's me too. Imagine. When you said tacos earlier, I was like, what's happening with tacos? So they go inside and Margo immediately says, what the fuck is going on between you two? Like, because again, they're old friends. Like, this is a right. new dynamic. It's like, what happened? What's that's going on? You guys are just like at each other. And Ellie says, if you want to know, we're going to have to get some drinks. Meanwhile, Ben and Thomas start grilling. And Thomas, I, I don't really, I feel like a lot of, most of my friends are really honest about parenthood and would mm-hmm. never try to yes. convince you to be a parent. Like, I know that's sort of no. a stereotype, but like, I don't have those friends. Like, I don't either. They're like, they're all like, we should have done what you're doing. Like, <laughs> well, it's like, even if you love your children, it's like, let's not, why underplay how hard, hard this is? It's incredibly right. hard. And you could obviously love your children and love your family and still be like, good Lord, I am exhausted, yeah. you know? It's a lot of work. So, but Thomas is really pitching Ben to have kids. Because I think Thomas really wants to have like a dad friend. Like, uh, we're yeah. here. We want you guys to start your, you know, so we I don't know, just like uh, you join us at this level. And Ben's like, I don't know if we're ready, but the undercurrent is, it seems like Margot is doesn't seem like she's really ready. Like, Margot's the one kind of put it, pumping the brakes on it. Inside, and this is where I'm like, what is it? I'm so ha- thrilled to report that the awkwardness is because Ellie and Thomas had a foursome with these other college friends, Kyle and Katie. Oh, my God. And, like, had them over and fucked them. And I was like, a thrilling! I, 
love that. I loved it. Because I was like, oh, that's like, if my, any of my old friends said that, I'd be like, people from college even? I'd be like, please yeah. tell me everything. Yeah, I would need to know everything that went down. So there's this very funny, like, back and forth where these, like, Margo's, of course, like, no, tell me everything. And then Ben is, like, spilling his guts about his fears about parenting to Thomas <laughs> and being like, I just don't know. Like, we love traveling and, like, doing our own thing. And and Thomas is like, I know what you're saying, but, like, it's hard to have your life change, but, like, it sometimes it's cha- it has changed for the good. Like, there is so much here and you can still have fun. Totally. And you just, like, take pleasure in them getting older and then we cut back and Margo's like, no. She's like, I would have thought Kyle, but Katie agreed to do it. And so basically, um, by foursome, I guess I mean, like, uh, swinging or, like, partner swapping. Yeah. So basically, like, uh, Ellie and Kyle end up having, like, incredible sex. But then Thomas and Katie were, like, kind of just awkwardly, like, sort of could. That's, yeah, that's going to throw things. And I'm sure that happens a lot. Where it's like, oh, uh-oh, some of us are really enjoying this and other of us are just sort of watching and maybe f- having different feelings about it. And Ellie tells um, Margo, she's like, you know, I told Thomas that I faked it just to, like, make him feel better. But I had, like, an insane orgasm. It was, like, it, it was like incredible sex. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess that would that would put that Thomas would... back on his heels if that's the first yeah, time you've done something yeah, like that. Yeah, it would. Um, and Margo's like, you know what? Like, you guys have been together forever. Like, it seemed like it was a mutual decision. Like, it wasn't like, oh, it was just his idea or, like, hers. It was like, well, it's happening, you know? And uh, he's like, he'll come around. Like, I, I'm, you know, I mean, it's a new thing, I'm sure, whatever. And she's like, well, we have not had sex. Like, he hasn't even touched me since this happened. So, I mean, Margo. You guys shook things up too much. But, you know, listen, these things happen. We all, you know, we've all had, we've all had group sex that didn't go the way we wanted to. Yeah, you that know? then shifted kind of the dynamics of our exactly. uh, per- permanent relationship. <laughs> And Margo says, well, why don't you have, we'll have Lucy and Spencer stay the night in our cabin and you and Thomas can sort of have an evening alone to like reconnect. Okay, that's nice. Which was like helpful, a really good um, idea. And also a great situation in which something to go wrong with the children. Yes. Um, and Ellie asked Margo again, like, now that we've talked about my like sex life, when are you guys going to have kids? And Margo says, we are not having kids. We are too busy traveling. And then she kind of slips up, uh, slips up and says, we're too busy doing all the cool stuff you and I did before. And it was just sort of like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean like, yeah, I didn't mean like I'm still doing cool stuff and you had kids. But Ellie, of course, knows that that's what, but that's yeah. what she said and what she meant. Um, you know, afterwards, they all meet up outside after dinner. They're around the bonfire, which also looked really fun. And Spencer's playing with his devil sticks, and he's horrible at them. And Ben's trying to teach him. And honestly, here's the problem with these kids in this movie. And it's not a problem, but these kids are too adorable. These mm. these two actors, these actors cute. are adorable. And I think you either have to go very realistic, creepy, or like... I'm a little boy to tuxedo, like staring yes. at you. Like you have to sort of go one between because they seem like normal kids. So then when they act creepy, it's just them smirking like they're in a Pixar movie. Right. And they're so cute. They're so, so cute. You're like, it's not scary you enough. Yeah, exactly. And eventually they start to ratchet it up, which I appreciate. But for the most part, like here is just like, oh, that's cute. It's like I want him to learn the devil sticks. Um, and once there, Ellie sort of nudges Margo. Margo says, hey, here's an idea. Why do you kids want to stay with Auntie Margo and, and Uncle Ben tonight? You know, and we can have a good time. They, She turns to look at Lucy. Lucy is just staring up at the bug light and doesn't Ooh. even turn around. And 
Thomas is like, oh, that's fine if you guys want to do that. And Ellie says, well, if that's the case, I'm ready to go now. And I think Thomas is also exactly on the same page because Thomas is like, oh, okay, great, let's go. So I think it's like we're supposed to think like this happened, but also he understands what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we're going to reconnect. This is why we're we're sort of pawning the kids off. Um, You know, as the night goes on, it's not super late, but it is dark. Uh, Margo and Ben play Lucy's card games. And Spencer's kind of playing too, but they're all at the table, like trying to play this Magic the Gathering type game. And Lucy says, you don't want to know what happens when you get the rabid queen. And they're like, what happens? She's like, I told you, you don't want to know. I'm not going to tell you. And Spencer turns to Ben and says, I want to go, I want to go back to the hole in the ground. No. And Ben's like, well, we got a lot of cool stuff. We could take another hike. There's a lake. We don't have to go that. And Spencer hisses at him. And Ben kind of rears back, but then Spencer says, okay, Ben. And kids do do weird stuff like that. They do weird stuff. So it's like, again, like, it would take me a minute to figure out how wrong they are. (laughs) I always remember this kid, Mark, in fifth grade. This is also like Jurassic Park was so— I mean, every kid loves dinosaurs, but, like, um, Jurassic Park, he— I think all of fifth grade pretended to be a raptor the entire time. And at a certain point, it's like, okay, that's just his thing. He's just standing on his chair being a raptor. So if this kid started to act like a raptor, it'd be like, oh, sure, he saw Jurassic Park. And now it's his entire being, his entire identity. his entire personality, his existence, his future, all of it. Yeah, so this kid saw a hole in the ground and was like, I only care about the hole. What Can we throw some more stuff in there? What the fuck is happening with the hole? I kind of get it. The kids turn in for the night, and Ben's like, I'll be honest, like, I love kids, but it— you have to see, like, look what happens to the parents. Like, that's what I don't like. Because Ellie and Thomas are at each other's throats. And Margot finally gets to tell him, like, oh, that's, that's not, not the kid's kid. fault. You won't believe what they did. She's I like, mean, imagine getting to tell that gossip. The most satisfying gossip. It is. That is my, that is a, that is a great feeling. And not simply swinging your, or a foursome or whatever, but a foursome with people you know from college. People you know. Uh, there right, is right. nothing it's like, more satisfying than that. I mean, that is, like, it's not like, oh, I heard this crazy story about people you don't know. It's like, oh, no, you know the players. <laughs> you know the players of the game, my friend. So they they, they get um, drinks, and they, they have, like, a vape, and they go around, and she tells them all about it. He's like, oh, my God. He says the same thing. He's like, wow, I could see Kyle doing that, but Katie did? And she's like, oh, I know. And that's what I was like, that's just a fu- just like a funny um realistic problem I think like within yes. like a, a, a long term relationship it's like yes. well we've flown close to the sun what are we gonna do <laughs> so they're smoking and drinking and Margot turns to Ben and was like well while we're on the topic do you want to have kids and they fucking just get into it okay and he's like basically I feel like if I don't want to pressure you to have children if you do not want to have children which is what you communicated to me I'm happy like I enjoy our life I, I'm happy with the way things are I, and she says I don't want to I don't want it to feel like it's mine to figure out. And he says, well, what do you mean? And Margo says, never mind. And Ben, ben says, okay. And then to him, like, okay, if that's the end of that conversation, then you're not ready to have a kid yet. No, no, you're not. Like, if both of you are like, I can't really have it out with you that, about, like, what's going on. And it's obviously connected to the stuff with Ben that we're going to find out later. Like, it's like they there's something in their relationship that they can't talk about. And unfortunately, it's not as fun as a botched foursome, you know. Um, and Margo's, like, uh, taking a hit of the vape. And she's like, I feel so connected. Like, when I'm in nature, that's why I love traveling so much. And I don't know, the city, I just feel so disconnected. And he says, you know, I think it's also because you're super high. She's like, wow, I really have a one-hit wonder. And he tells her, you took, like, six hits. You yeah. are out of your fucking mind, man. <gasps> As the night goes on, they go to sleep. We see the wind sweep in, and then just a ton of bugs start hitting the bug light. Bug after bug after bug. 
In the morning, Ben makes pancakes, and Margot staggers out. Every, all, all the adults are hungover, um, and he, she's like, I need coffee and some Advil. And Margot uh, gets a text from Ellie next door and says, it worked like old times, and not even like our regular. It was like we were back in college. Like that. It, it, this is a great idea. And Margot's like, okay, oh, we're back in business, you know. And she, Margo also texts, do you mind if we come over later? We're both hungover. Like, would you give the kids breakfast? Like, is that okay? And Margo says, that's totally fine. However, then Margo asks, oh, have the kids woken up? Because it's kind of late. And Ben says, oh, I haven't checked. I just assume they're still asleep. Allison, Margo goes into the guest room. Uh-oh. And the kids are gone. Nope. I do think at this point, my immediate assumption is, well, they went to the hole and they fell in. Obviously, they have gone to the hole. They've gone to the hole and they are both dead. And I think, again, they, they, this movie does, I, I, uh, as someone who enjoys these moments of realism, I really enjoyed both um, of them trying not to freak out and assume, oh, no, we've lost and potentially inadvertently killed, killed our, our friend's best kids. friend's kids. And so, again, like, she's checking the bathroom. You know, Ben's like, you know, they probably went to play outside. They check out, they go outside. I would have been calling 911. Like, I, uh, yes. I lost my friend's children. I would absolutely panic. I think I've said this before, but my father, one time, we were at the mall. It was just me and him. I was, like, five. And I, yeah. like, pulled away from him. Oh, I was looking at, like, do you remember when they, it was, like, Earth, remember when people cared about Earth Day? Ugh. They people oh. probably care about their kids. But it was, like, an Earth Day thing with a big a bouncy Earth ball. And I ran yeah. away to go back there. And my father couldn't find me. And he, oh my God. he remember, he said he was, like, well, I guess I can't go home again. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, you oh, can't. we can't, like, uh, go to my friend's cabin and tell them we lost the children. You know, no, well, you luckily gotta found me. He was all worked out. Yeah. And then Ben says, she runs back and says, they're not in the backyard. He says, check and see if they're playing over near the pond. This okay. is why I can't probably have children because it's like no. I would be like, okay, so we will have to dredge the pond for their little yes. tiny dead corpses. Yes, because now the pond and the pit are in play. There are too many places for a child to fall. I can, and so like and die. It is like both Ben and Margot trying to stay calm while freaking out and trying to be. Like, it's like yeah, and losing your friends' kids is way worse than losing your own. No, because that like no, I could I can't I can't imagine. I mean, if you're, I mean, not that you'd be thrilled to lose your kids, but it's like, well, at least they're your kids. Not only did you lose kids, they're somebody else's kids. Yeah. And they're going to be as upset if, as you would be if they were your children. Yeah, it's so, I feel bad when I like break like a plate. Right. And imagine. At someone else's house. Those, there were two plates and they're both children. <laughs> um, Margo realizes that the kids' shoes are gone. So they definitely put on their shoes and set out. And Ben's like, oh no, they wouldn't. He's piecing it together. And Margaret says, we wouldn't what? He says, I, I'm i just going to go. I'm afraid they went down hiking down that path. So I'm going to just go check that out. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll stay here and look for them. As soon as Ben makes it over the tree line, he's literally just fucking sprinting. Because he knows. Yeah. And he uh, he's running. And he finds on the ground, we saw the day before, Lucy picked some yellow, I think they're like pansies. These yellow flowers were holding them. And he sees like a yellow flower kind of crumpled on the on the path. Yeah. So he's like, oh, fuck. So he's running down the path. He's screaming their names, looking for them. And he makes it to the abandoned military fort. He crawls in the window. Of course he knew they're standing over the fucking hole. Of course they are. They love that hole. They love, these kids love this hole. And he starts chewing them out. And they finally turn around and Lucy tells him, Espriante, it's brilliant. Allison, they turn back to the hole and they both fucking jump in. Allison, what would you do? 
What would you do? I mean, I'm just turning around and starting my life over somewhere else. I'm not going back to the cabin. I'm not yeah. going back to my wife or partner or whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm fleeing and getting a new identity and that's it. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, I definitely feel like, yeah, you have to completely abandon your old life. You have to give up everything from yourself. And you have to create a person who didn't just watch this. Because, like, it's not simply the yes. children are gone. It's that you saw you them both them jump into a jump hole. jump into a hole. Yeah. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Ben it does basically what we're saying, which is he collapses into the fetal position in absolute horror. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the first move. What else would he do? And his phone rings, it's Margot. He doesn't pick up because he can't tell her. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. And he peers over the hole, and, but it's so deep. So it's not like he can even climb down. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Not that you want to come back to camp with both of your friends' kids' dead bodies, but you know what I mean? At least it's something. something. It's something. It's something. Um, back at the house, of course, Margo is just calling him over and again, panicking. And we see Ben just sort of slowly walk back the path to an a fugue state. Mm-hmm. And finally, right as he's getting to the tree line, about to see the cabin, Margo calls again, he picks up, and he's about to tell her. And just then she looks over, and Ellie walks out of her cabin, waving, and Lucy and Spencer just burst out of that cabin. Playing tag. Okay. So Ben again saw them jump into the hole, and now Lucy and Spencer are seemingly totally fine and emerging from their parents' cabin. So Margot, who doesn't know about the whole thing, says, oh, thank God. Oh, She says, I thought we were going to find their little bodies floating in the lake. Yeah, that equally could have happened. Yes. That's a different movie, but absolutely could have happened. Unfortunately, this puts Ben in a bit of a predicament. Yeah. And Ben doesn't really know what uh, he emerges from the wood and sees the kids. And of course, the question in his mind is how'd the hole do that? How'd that happen? How hole do? <laughs> but Margo is so relieved, and Ellie and Thomas are so just hap- have, happy to have had sex again that they sort of dismiss Ben's like weird, disassociated yeah. state as like, oh, he's hungover, whatever. Sure. Tired. And Margo doesn't want to tell Ellie and Thomas that the kids went missing. They're like, we're not yeah, going to. No. Um, which is unfortunately probably how I would play it as well. No, I'd probably tell them. I, I'd, be, yeah, I'd be honest. I'd be like, oh my God, I didn't real like, yeah. again, this is why we're not ready. You know, just kind of like. Exactly. Um, ben, uh, of course, does the classic movie um, move of going to the sink and spa- splashing his face with water. And 
Ben goes to say hi to the kids who are um, sitting in the lawn and they're just smashing bugs or the rock. And he's trying to ask them, like, okay, so did you guys go for a did walk this morning? Like, did you walk back to the fort? Allison, they turn to each other and they whisper. It sounds like this, like, clicking, hissing, insect-like language. Don't like that. Ben says, what are you doing? And she says, it's my secret language. You want to know what he said to me? And she hands him one of the yellow flowers that we saw her pull, pick up earlier. And, he said, and she says, do you ever do this with buttercups? She says, hold it under your chin. If it glows yellow, you have a secret. And I remember doing that. I remember doing that as well. And Ben says, did you go to the hole? I won't be mad. I just really need you to tell me. And Lucy says, we both have a secret, Ben. You better play nice. Or we might run away and join the circus. So again, Ben's secret is related to, you know, what his what is going to emerge about him? Okay, Allison. Both kids' noses start bleeding, and Great. Ben backs away, horrified, and runs into the cabin. Tell someone that their noses are bleeding. Well, he goes a step further, and Margo, because Margo follows him in to be like, "Are you okay?" And he says, "Um, what I'm about to tell you sounds impossible. I saw both Lucy and Spencer jump into the pit, and I don't think that's really the kids out there." And Margo says, "Okay, oh. how are you feeling in general?" A great question. And Ben says, nope, that's not, it's not the same thing. That was different. The thing that happened in the past was different. This is different from that. I'm telling you what I saw, and it's different. And Margo's like, you know what? We had, it, they disappeared. It was really stressful. Why don't you take a nap? The kids are fine. We've got them. Everyone's safe. So just relax. Take a minute, and then, you know, we'll sort of meet up, and we'll sort of talk about this. So, again, he has had, as we find out, he has had moments— of mental health crisis before. Yes. And so Margo is talking to him in an empathetic way of like, okay, I hear what you're saying. Why don't we take a beat? You can relax a minute and we'll cycle back. But of course now Margo's like, okay, so he's, that's what's happening. He's becoming manic or he's having some kind of psychotic experience. Mm-hmm. So now she's worried about that. And we see him go to the bathroom and take lithium. Okay. Um, so obviously he's medicated. He's, you know, getting treatment for it. And suddenly Lucy is behind him and tells him, Ben, I want to play a game with you. No. And outside the bathroom window, Spencer breathes on the glass and then draws a smiley face with two crossed out eyes. Mm, I didn't like that in the trailer. Unfortunately, Ben is not able, he's not doesn't have much of a poker face. Not a po- yeah. poker face guy. Ben comes out and he says to Thomas, do your kids ever scare you? And Tom's like, oh, constantly. Kids are extremely weird. Like, they are, like, they are, like, do you see when they yes. were playing with those dead birds? I was like, what the fuck? And Spencer, like, jumps up behind Ben and scares the beer out of his hand to sort of, like, punctuate it. But again, it, they're scary in a kid way, right? Yes. As they're all sitting around the picnic table around the bonfire, Lucy comes up behind Margot and lifts a fireplace poker and says, hey, look at this. And brings it down on Margot's head. But before she makes, she connects, Ben leaps up and screams at her. But because nobody else saw it, he just looks right. like he's screaming at a child. Yes, for nothing. Yeah. At the same exact time, Spencer offers him some chips from their, like, table. And when Ben looks at it, it's full of bugs and maggots. And then when he blinks, the bugs and maggots are gone. Okay. Meanwhile, Lucy slaps open a beer against the table like her dad was demonstrating. And pours a beer into the cup to hand to her dad, just as Spencer shows Ben, he stole the bottle of lithium and it's now empty. And it's kind of how they put together. I'm like, I guess that's what we're taking from this. Ben slaps the beer out of Lucy's hand and says, they put my lithium in your beer. Don't drink that. You could overdose on it. Okay. 
But now all the other adults are like, wait, what? And he grabs the pill bottle from Spencer, and now it's full. So, again, it's his medication's still in there. And and um, Spencer is sobbing, and he says, Ben hurt my hand when he grabbed the pill bottle. And Thomas is pissed. Yeah. And he takes the pill bottle, he's like, okay, you're on mood stabilizers. What, 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 what is going on? Who cares? To Margot's horror, Ben tells them about the kids jumping in the pit. And he says, and I saw their little broken bodies at the bottom. Meanwhile, Margo's like, do not say this. And don't, no, he's saying it in front of the don't. children, too. And immediately, Ellie and Thomas are like, what are you talking about? And of course, then assuming, again, like he's having a mental health crisis. And it's like, do not say that. And the, Ellie and Thomas send the kids away. Oh. But what they're focusing on is the admission that the kids disappeared. It got lost. Or like, we're missing. Yes. And the idea that they were not immediately told. So it's like, even aside from the pit, they're already mad, you know? And they're chewing out Margot and Ben, being like, how did you let them out of your sight? Like, this is absurd. Like, why wouldn't you tell us? And Ellie says, you clearly don't understand the responsibility. Like, I, that's why you don't really want kids. Like, you, oh, because you're traveling and you have a great career? Give me a fucking break. Right. Meanwhile, Ben freaks out, and he starts unloading. It's like, okay, well, we only had your creepy kids so you could save your shitty marriage after having a foursome. Ooh. I said it. Okay. And he said, although it just sounded like a two and a half sum to me. <gasps> and Thomas storms away. And Ellie's like, oh, wow, okay, so I guess we're putting it all on the table. In that case, Ben, I know about your manic episodes. I know how you lost another job. And it's pretty clear to me that it's not that Margot doesn't want kids. It's that she doesn't want to have kids with you. And Margot slaps Ellie across the face. I mean, fair. Ben storms away and is sort of accosted by Lucy and Spencer. And Lucy says, look, do you want to know what happened this morning? Insectomortos. Dead bugs. Dead bugs. And Ben's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But also he does want to know. So he's like, how, what ha- right. how did this happen? How did you jump in the hole? How are you here? What are you? But he can't get a right answer because Spencer has taken, like, the little shovel from the fireplace tools mm-hmm. and just fucking swings and hits Ben with it. And in their struggle— Fireplace tools are just weapons. Exactly. They're just there for people to be hit over the head or stabbed yes. with completely. Um, however, Ben uh, grabs the shovel— and he tries to pull it out of Spencer's grasp, but ends up hitting him hard in the sternum. And Spencer collapses and stops breathing. So I think we're to think like, oh, he hit his heart or something, ha- like a yeah. freak accident. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so his lips are turning blue. Margot runs in. Ellie and Thomas run in and are panicking. They're trying to do CPR. Allison, Spencer dies. Whoa. And Thomas and Ellie turn on Ben. And starts screaming, like, why would you do this? What the fuck happened? And he's like, no, it was an accident. I didn't do anything. And Ellie points, like, you know, Margo's trying to calm it down. Yeah. But Ellie basically physically shoves Ben out of the cabin. And Ben runs into the trees. And Margo calls 911 to get in touch with the police and hands Thomas the phone. And Thomas says in the phone, um, my son is dead. Ben Winslow just murdered my son. So as you can imagine, Margot goes to the bathroom and immediately starts vomiting into the toilet. Yes, yes. That is the obvious first response. We thought that this would was going to be a fun week at the cabin. My long-term partner has inadvertently murdered a child after having some sort of psychotic break. Things Literally, we woke up and things were fine, and now a kid is dead. We're in hell. And she goes outside to sort of get some air, and Ben sort of runs around the back of the cabin to try to talk to her. 
and because he's hiding, he's like, I did see the kids jump in the hole. I did see that something took their place. Their bodies must still be down there. I just need to find their bodies. But she's talking to him. It's like, Ben, consider the fact that you are not experiencing reality right now. Yeah. But he grabs her wrist and he's like, no, come with me to the fort. We'll find it. And he's like, I will go. But when there's nothing there, what will we do? What, what then? And he doesn't have an answer. Allison, they head back to the fort and they look in the pit. There's nothing there. Of course not. And she says, like, Ben, it didn't, this didn't happen. And he's like, no, I know what I saw. I'll, I'll climb down there. I, an animal must, must have dragged them away. Like, something must have happened or they fell into, like, a crevasse. Like, once I see it, I'll understand. I'll find it and then I'll understand. No. And she says to him, Ben, everything that's happened is just in your head. Yeah. Spencer has died. Come back with me. I will be here for you. I will stay with you. The police said, basically, you find out the police said it's going to be a couple hours, which does seem like what the police would do. Like, my child's yeah, been murdered. Like, we'll get to it. A child Ben's murdered will be there in a minute, you know? And she's like, I will stand by you. I'll be there. But there's nothing here. We have to go back to the cabin. But he can't leave. So she walks back as nightfall. And I thought for sure, 100%, I thought he was going to jump. And I kind of wish he had, because I would be like, oh. But night has Something. fallen, and when Margot gets back to the cabin, she there's a glass of wine that she left there like hours ago and just fucking chugs it. Yeah. Suddenly, Lucy is behind her and gives her a yellow flower. Margot's like, oh, honey, you should be with your parents, okay? And Lucy says, don't worry, he's just playing. But Margot was assuming like, oh, you're saying it because you're traumatized as a child. Right. And you're like, my brother's not dead, he's just playing a game. And so she's trying to comfort her and hug her. And Lucy says, Margot, I want to show you what's in the woods. And starts no. crying. And she starts crying. So, of course, Margot no. feels like, okay, sure, what are the flowers? Like, so Margot starts to follow her out. Mm, don't follow a child into the woods. Luckily, for Margot at least, Thomas sees them through the window and is enraged. Like, the idea, like, he because Ben is gone, he's now, like, moving his rage onto Margot. Margo. Yeah. Understandably. And he runs to get a Lucy away from Margot. Allison, Ellie, who is like completely distraught and catatonic, sits next to Spencer's body on the couch. And she sits, and behind her, we see his eyes open. And Spencer smiles. Allison, who will survive this film? Who will survive? Well, I guess it's hard to kind of suss out who is alive. Yes, um, that is the problem. I'm going to guess Margot survives. Ben dies. The other guy, what's his name? Thomas. Thomas kills him. Okay. And then is killed. And how about Ellie? And Ellie survives. I'm going to guess the women survive and the men die. Okay, great. And the kids, how do you think they're coming out of this? I don't really, I, I don't know, uh, Not good. Not good. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs. 
containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Margot goes inside the cabin, and outside we hear Lucy ask Thomas, can I show you something in the woods? And her father follows her into the woods. Inside, Margot looks, both Ellie and Spencer's body are gone. Margot calls Thomas's cell phone, now that he's like gone into the woods with Lucy, and she hears his cell phone ringing and sort of goes out to the darkness to try to find him to be like, where the fuck is your wife and your son's body? She hears it ringing in the darkness but can't find it. And we hear Thomas choking and gargling on blood in the dark as his phone rings and rings. So he's in the dark bleeding out. Yes. Margot hears that like hissing, chittering insect language and runs inside to call Ben. Because it's like, well, at least ben, Ben's, Ben's not right, but Ben's at least somebody I can call. Yes. Ben is still standing over the hole. And he sees it's a fucking hole. Sees Margot's phone. He sees his phone light up with Margot's call, but just as he picks it up, he looks down and it's fine. He finally sees it, the brilliant green light shining out of the pit. Oh! And he's mesmerized. It would be mesmerizing to suddenly see a light shining out of a pit that you've seen multiple times and it has had no light. It sure would. Inside the cabin, Margot runs around trying to look in all the rooms for anybody and finds a dying bloody Ellie underneath the children's bed. And she hauls Ellie out only for Ellie to choke to death on her own blood in Margot's arms. How? Margot looks up to see at the end of the hallway Spencer, bloodied, all scratched up, but alive. So I think he's, like, we're going up Pet cemetery with this. Okay, got it, yes. Like, he's alive, but he is not alive. In fact, I would say there's something wrong with the children. There's a lot wrong with the children. And she says to him, what did you do to your mom, Spencer? And he smiles and his eyes glow green. And I'm sorry, the kid who plays Spencer is so fucking cute. So cute. He is so cute. And so like, and there's a shot where you see him. David Maddell plays Spencer and Briella Goiza plays Lucy. They're both great, but he's so adorable. And then there's a shot of him in the hallway. And look, it's hard to make kids, I think, spooky and have it be authentic. Yeah. But- you see him, he looks so little. Like, they, there's a shot where he's, like, menacingly coming down the hallway. And like, he's, he's a little guy. He's just a little, he's, like, a fourth grader. And I was like, oh. okay. But also, again, you could probably kick him in the head. Like, it's like, you could right. physically fight him. But they don't do that because, again, yeah. that's the problem with having a that. kid in a movie. So he advances on her, and he looks, he's the cutest little bean, but he is out for blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she slams the door, and you hear Spencer start to attack the door like a rabid animal. And she's eventually able to get out of the bedroom and sort of like, as she leaves, Spencer enters and she runs around and traps him in the bedroom, locks like with the dustpan, which I thought was very smart. Like using it to wedge the door so we can't open it from the inside. Yes. Unfortunately, she runs the living room and finds Lucy. And not only that, Allison, there's a shadow falling across the window outside. And that shadow, it was a giant human-sized praying mantis. What? which starts beating on the front door. I didn't see that coming. Me either. There was the talk of the bugs. And finally well, when I, the I bug know, like, shows bug up, stuff, you're like, okay. I, but like, not human-sized praying mantis. Yes, I completely agree. 
And Lucy says, you know, I never told you what happens when you play the rabid queen in the game. And Margot, meanwhile, is like trying to grab the car keys and hide as Spencer and Lucy sort of like gain control of the cabin. And they start counting to 10 and they yell, ready or not, Margot, here we come. Meanwhile, Margot's hiding in one of the rooms and here's a front door open and we see the prig mantis slink into the room. No. And suddenly Lucy appears next to her and she says, we cut off her head. Allison, at this moment, the police, or what appears to be like a park ranger, finally arrives from the 911 call. Because again, even when a child is dead, they're not rushing over. No. We'll get there when we get there. He's not going to not be dead when we get there. Oh, wrong. He is not going to not be dead. Or I guess he's still dead. He's undead. Margot is able to get outside, but is not, again, much, like, like in so many horror movies, is not making a ton of sense. So it's like, yeah. he's not dead. Well, he was dead, but he's away. And he killed his mother. And then, you know, she's panicking. And so the ranger says, have you wait here? And I'll go check it out. And we see the ranger go inside. And the ranger says, like, there isn't a dead body of a boy or a dead woman, like you just said, either. And we literally hear the ranger get attacked by a giant praying mantis. And her corpse explodes through the sliding glass oh. door. <laughs> And which I love, as Margot runs to try to get to Ellie and Thomas's car. So she's able to get her hands on their keys, which okay. presumably they left in their the other cabin. And before she can get in, um, the kids, she has to slide under and hide under the car. And the kids clamor around the car looking for her. And because Margot is no slouch, she silently takes off her, her phone and calls Thomas's cell phone in the woods, which okay. sends the kids running. Finally, she's able to get in the car. Allison, she turns it on. She's about to escape to freedom. And when the headlights come on, she sees Ben staggering into the yard and into the cabin. Allison, she gets out of the car and runs into the cabin Don't. after Ben. Once you're in the car, stay in the car. Don't go back. And I wrote, love dooms us all. Do you get, drive away. If you've ever seen me staggering out of the woods. Yeah, same. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. Save yourself. Exactly. Go. She runs to him and she apologizes. She's like, I'm really sorry. I am so apologize for not listening to you. The kids are, something is wrong with the children. They are trying to kill us. And also there is some sort of bug monster afoot. Mm-hmm. We have to leave. And then Ben turns and says, why would we do that? No, no, it's so beautiful. I didn't understand why the kids were so drawn to it before, but now... Why they followed it down? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but we need, we need it, but we need to go the now. The place shines, and you can see it too. Which is very Stephen King. Like I feel like this is like the idea, like the place that shines. And she says, "No, I'm not doing that. We have to go." And Ben yes. tells her, "I think we should settle down and start a family." I want to make the little bug babies. You decided for us before, but now I'm weighing in. And he's sort of, of course, advancing it on her. This uh, uh, very satisfying way. He goes. Margo, we'll make more of them, and we'll make them together. Allison, she reaches down and grabs Ben's machete from the initial hike. Yay! And fucking brings it down into the meat of his shoulder, so sort of like the crook between the neck and the shoulder, slams mm-hmm. it into Ben. Dro- he drops. She runs outside, only for Spencer to take one of his devil sticks and jam it through, like, the pe- the patios, like, the slats. Yeah. She trips over it. She falls and bashes her head on the steps, knocking herself out cold. Allison, when Margot wakes up, it's nearing dawn, and the kids are dragging her 
where else? The hole. To the pit. Margot wakes up in the abandoned fort, and she's lying next to Ellie's corpse. And she sees the kids standing over the pit, and they're throwing the ranger's body into the pit. And as they do, the pit sort of glows green, accepting their offering, processing the body. I, the bug queen eats it. I'm not exactly sure. We see the pit glowing green just as uh, dawn light starts streaming in the broken roof. And then they drag their mother's corpse to the pit, and they throw it in. And Margot gets up, and you think she's going to make a break for it. No, no, Allison. She runs up behind the kids and pushes them both in. Smart. And the pit grows green. But the thing is, they already went in the pit. Yeah, it's not like, it just like gives you a little bit more of an out. Exactly. You, have a little, you buy some time. Because I was like, what if you've made them doubly wrong? Well, they're very wrong. Unfortunately, Margot makes it back to the cabin only to find Ben alive. And he has pulled the machete out of his own flesh. Jesus Christ. And he advances on her only to be tackled by a deeply injured Thomas who is still alive and has managed to fucking crawl out of the woods because he is a good man and a good father. And look, I feel bad that he probably will never have a foursome again. He never got that redo that he deserved. He tackles Ben and he screams at Margo, get out of here. And she does. She gets in the car and she fucking peels away. At that point, I was like, couldn't you get Thomas into the Into, into the, the car, car too? Like, he just saved your life. Yes. And he's literally fighting your undead husband on the fucking lawn. But she does a classic. Like, she drives her wild down the country road. Then, of course, you stop to sob. You know, it's like, I must be far enough away from the child insect demons to, like, really allow myself to break down. Fortunately, Allison, that's not how these demons work. Because when she looks up, she sees the kids and Ben holding hands, sort of uh, hands across the world style, across the road. And they are bloody and undead. Run them over. Run them over. And on the dashboard, she looks, and there's a bunch of yellow flowers. And she holds them, and then she fucking guns at Allison, and she screams as she runs them down. And, of course, we, we cut right before she slams into them. There's something wrong with the children. The children. The wrong children. The children, colon, whatever's wrong with them. Um, Yeah, so, Allison, what were some fatal mistakes you think were made and there's something wrong with the children? Fatal mistakes. Going in that building. Yeah. None of this Un- would have happened. Once you like, entered, it was all downhill. There's yeah, nothing. Like you, once you enter the abandoned facility... Everything beyond that, like, could not be stopped or helped. It's going, don't go in buildings. First And if all, buildings have holes in them, yeah. don't hang out at the hole. I remember in my hometown, there was, uh, like, an elementary school that was decommissioned but still standing, like, in the downtown of, like, the town next to mine. And kids would break in there all the time. And looking back, it's like, did we all inhale asbestos? Yes. But, like, you'd break, like, people would break in to do graffiti. Oh, Yeah. For sure. And I wasn't even that kind of kid. It was just like a rural area. So it's like, well, I'm not going to not go in an abandoned building and like walk around a little bit. I got to see what's in there. Yeah. So really that would be the big one. Yeah, 100%. Other than that, like I'm definitely not going to say don't have a foursome. Absolutely have a foursome. No, have a foursome. But, you know, know that it might shift some things in exactly. your relationship. But could be, it could be exciting. Could you know? be good. Could you be an know. interesting show. Explore it. Um. And then I guess it, it, I, it's like they did try to talk about having kids, but they couldn't have the conversation. So at least knowing that they couldn't have the conversation, yes. they weren't rushing into having children. So I think it's like, well, they did. They are doing the right thing, which is like, if we're not ready, we're not ready. Right. So yeah, I think it was mostly letting those kids go in that um, building and be possessed by. What do you think 
is in the pit. Or what do you like think the pit is? demons? Wait, say it again. Mantis demon. Mantis, a mantis demon? A mantis demon. That makes the most sense. That's I was the most like, logical thing here. A mantis demon. Because then when they said it's like a military thing, it's like, did, did maybe the military inadvertently open a portal? But then you'd think they'd be like, have more of a, uh, a like a door. Stay away. Or like, there, it would be clear exactly. that something bad had happened there. And it's like, no, nah, it's just a big hole. Yeah, I think it's just like a nature demon that yeah. if you find it, it lives it, out there. It, it, it replaces your children with, some sort of bug entity. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, and then finally, where would you put, um, there's something wrong with the children on the spooky scale. A spooky scale. This feels like a five. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say three. Yes. Just because, again, I have uh, the kids of it all, but I thought it was very beautifully shot and I enjoyed it. So in terms yes. of like enjoyment, I would say a seven. Like I love, like, when you find out about the force, I'm like, okay, now we're getting yeah. interesting. But then I, again, uh, I don't want to see a child really be hurt or terrorized. No. At the same time, they're simply too cute. And yeah. you have to go full Esther, you know? But yeah, then it's yeah, like, yeah. that was, you know, that they're, that's obviously the characters of, Adult playing a child, so that's complicated yeah. too. Um, kids too cute to be scary. Sorry, too cute to be scary. But I did enjoy it, and if if this is definitely something where I don't think you could watch it, but someone who can't handle like gore or the, yeah, I, mean, I think there's seems... a lot of people who could watch this and it would be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're more of like a, a dipping your toe in, I think you could do this one. I agree. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much. We hope you're actually having a vacation as you're listening yeah. to this. Or taking some time for yourself. Um, I really want to go to a cabin now. I'm going to figure out how to do that. You can do it. Thank you. So can you. Thank you. And uh, if you saw the live show, thank you. If you are still in the window where you can, do that. And, um, you know, next month, whole new theme, all new movies. Hell yeah. We love you. We love you so much. And uh, if you could do one more thing. Please. Please. Keep Keep it spooky. Don't forget to follow us at Ruin Podcast and Crooked Media for show updates. And if you're as opinionated as we are, consider dropping us a review. Ruined is a Radio Point and Crooked Media production. We're your writers and hosts, Hallie Kiefer and Allison Livey. The show is executive produced by Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder, and recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. From Crooked Media, our executive producer is Kendra James, with production and promotional support from Ari Schwartz, Kyle Sieglin, Julia Beach, Caroline Dumphy, and Awa Okolati. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.